Good morning, wonderful people. How are you all doing today? I just wanted to do a quick screen share, read out points to you, which I made for leadership. Seven points of leadership, which we can draw from nature. Now, this I personally used in my career as an engineer and it helped me a lot. The first point, a wise man said truthfully, if you teach a person only to use a hammer, all he or she will see is nails everywhere. Be careful about the kind of tools you use or model you use. Okay, that's what it means. So I had to carefully choose what model I wanted to bring and live like in my position of leadership at work. What kind of model do I want to follow? The one which looks at the wild side, sees only hunters and preys everywhere or ones which are more beneficial. Is there some model in nature? We're talking about nature here, which I can use. I tried the forest-based model for myself in my career, which I found very helpful. Okay, I'll share seven points with you now. First point, plants and trees do not fight for survival. Two different plants or bushes or trees can be quietly growing next to each other, flowering, bearing fruit, giving out new leaves, however they grow, without fuss or without attacking or putting one another down. Which basically says no competition or scarcity in nature. This is what it told me. This is because they take all their sustenance from a common source. They take all from a common place that is the earth itself. And they are content doing that. They are self-assured, the truth which stands by itself without the need for endorsement from somebody else. They have no issue of self-worth. That life will be sustained and grow and bloom as the dirt of the earth knows who is here, what food they need. I have used this approach in my daily work, even as an engineer, to get out of survival and have a more benevolent approach to people around me, people, tasks, anything. Not a competition mindset, which is like the jungle, you're always looking for praise everywhere. That's the competition mindset, which is inherently violent in and of itself, if you ask me. Competition is violence, and which leads to promoting non-cooperation between people. People do not cooperate each other and they are competing. This is why invariably they use phrases in the corporate culture like survival of the fittest. It's a jungle out there. Which side of nature do you choose to embrace as a leader? Number two, no two plants or trees are alike. Some may flower, some do not. Each grows in its own physicality and never compares itself to the one next to it. Observing this informed me that no two humans are alike and that is beautiful in its own way, in and of it is. Without me trying to compensate, convert, teach or preach to another with who I work. There is a piece of availability of self with this which I found. It's possible here, which is both accepting and harmonizing, not homogenizing. Big difference there. Or wanting all to be the same. No two people are the same, not even siblings are the same. Which would you rather choose? as a leader to work in acceptance or try to create a homogeneous environment which is the against the very law of nature just look around you nothing is same in nature and it's not going to happen anyway doesn't matter how hard you try number three no two flowers or fruits are alike neither do they bloom in the same season nor the nor need the same kind of watering manure to nurture okay each plant is different some need less water desert plants need less water I use this principle of nature to understand deeply in me that no two humans bloom or grow to their personal happiness or in their lives in the same way. Each one has a different color of petal to show, which is talents, a different season of life or years, 
which is the maturity cycles we speak of in astrology, in which they come to bloom and each human needs a different kind of nurturing, caring, encouragement, style to work, each one is unique and individual to them alone, which allowed me to benefit the acceptance of things the way they were, not as I needed them to be. Number four, all plants, all types of plants, trees, crops are needed to keep the land fertile. When the trees shed leaves, fruit branches, they become part of earth, they become part of the soil. Different ones do it all to, different ones do it all together. Even in their death, nature becomes a part of the greater life of earth. What dies as a tree, as grass, becomes a part of earth to nurture another life, right? So from this principle of nature, help me see and appreciate the greater picture, the greater reality, the meaning of the projects I was working on as an engineer. I worked as an engineer in the oil and gas industry. So it helped me to see that the fuel I was bringing to the world, oil and gas, is maybe something that I will not use personally, that fuel which I am extracting from the ground. But somewhere, someone is using that and that silent greater thread of life and to be part of it was contentment and satisfaction enough for me. I had to kind of cultivate this understanding that all are needed, doesn't matter how uniquely different each one is in a team. Yet it is that very uniqueness which sustains the very soil for all the future generations to come. And grow. Number five, some fruits are poisonous and can kill you. Not all fruits are good for me. This principle taught me that some people can be venomous, attacking, aggressive, without cause or generally toxic behaviors. We all see this. I need not engage with them, that part of them. It is their poison to resolve themselves. That is really up to the individual to resolve their own shadow side, their own personal psychological wounds and etc. etc. which makes them toxic. I learned to disengage with their energy easily this way. I wouldn't carry their energy back with me after the work period is over, not into my personal life. Let them be as they are. Let them deal with their own emotions or whatever is going on in their life. So I do not harbor their toxic energy in my systems and emotions each day leaving them be basically hoping that some later years they will get over there whatever was troubling them in their life number six every flower blooms not just for our enjoyment as humans but as a means for attracting the bees for pollination and offering the bees nectar as a reward as the attraction this principle taught me that there is nothing inherent function even in the display of beauty which is harmonious in all ways. Even in beautiful display, there is a purpose, there is a cause embedded there. And it's not just a singular one. That nectar of life is in every bloom. Understand this metaphorically as a meaning which you can translate to humans. Okay? Every person, every activity is not singular. I have just to find what is it that is fulfilling to me personally so that I am more able to bloom and shine in whatever I bring to the table. Be supportive of every potential bloom means every human that I am working with, my team. As a team leader, I was in charge of the team. So I have to take care of each one's blooming. Only for their own unique blooming is the forest able to be. The forest is comprised of everything, all kinds of. Uh, plants, trees, bushes, you name it, right? 
Last, number seven. Some grow to mighty oaks while some remain grass all their life and each is happy that way. Grass is happy to be grass, oak is happy to be oak. The grass might be at the foot of the mighty oak, yet both sway gently in the breeze in their own way. One touches the sky, one caresses the earth. This principle taught me that each being is here uniquely different and apart. There is no such thing as one might have a conquest or a position to aspire. Only to be what I am and letting others shine by encouragement, having no competition but collaboration in my work environment. The grass is happy being by itself, right? So is the mighty being by itself. There is no comparison factor there. This taught me as a leader that I can be alongside the construction worker and I have seen this personally. It's very humbling. Who is welding a pipe in the desert. It's 45 degrees centigrade and 100% humidity in the desert over there in the Middle East. So imagine that guy is welding a pipe and I would stand next to him, watch him and think that we are equals. Nothing about what I do is bigger than what he or she does, right? I'm sure you can come up with more examples of nature if you think along these lines. Just be careful about which part of nature do you want to draw from your personal and professional life. Do you want to take the model of the lion and the prey or do you want to take the trees and the forests? So you got to be careful with which kind of model you choose people. Okay, that's the main thing I wanted to convey. Take care, be safe and have a nice day.